All right, what if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that is exactly what you're going to get. They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Summer is upon us, and whatever you have going on, a vacation, a staycation, a summer wedding, well, Macy's has you covered. If you need summer dresses, matching sets, volume sleeve tops, wedges, straw-crafted bags, I mean, really, they have what you need head to toe. I'm talking Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. So shop summer must-haves at Macy's. Go to Macy's.com slash style. Again, that's Macy's.com slash style. Something I for sure love having in my home is super clean countertops. And I love when it smells good too. So you can bring the vacation vibes to your home with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy with a refreshing scent that'll transform your space into a tropical island retreat and give you a powerful clean. No plane ticket required. Unleash your self-expression with the enchanting coconut fragrance of Clorox Sentiva. You can get yours at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Happy New Year. Well, happy Tuesday and happy New Year. Welcome to The Fit Thing. I'm Amy. And I'm Kat. And this is our first Fit Thing of the Year, obviously, because it's the first Tuesday Mm -hmm. of the year. Well, this is the first time I'm seeing Kat this year too. I haven't seen you since 2022. I feel like I just saw you. I know you saw me right before Christmas. But I feel like I saw you like three days ago. No, you definitely didn't because I went on quite the adventure (laughs) over Christmas break and you were not there. there. And it was hands down. I've traveled in third world countries, you know, Ethiopia, Haiti, other countries. This was the worst experience of my life. I'm not exaggerating. We don't need to get into like all the details, but everything just kept going wrong, like these twists and turns and all the different things. And we'll get to our quote. I know we normally start off with a quote, but since we're talking about this, I will say I was at the grocery store yesterday and I ran into our fave Donald Miller. Don. Don. You know Don. (laughs) I'm over in the vegetable section and I hear Amy and I look up, it's Don and his wife, Betsy. And I'm like, oh, hey, Don, Betsy, we (laughs) hug. And then I just look at him and I said, this is so crazy. I'm seeing you right now because at the time that I was seeing him the day before, I had put up an Mm -hmm. Instagram post about his saying, what does this make possible? Because that's what he taught us. And I feel as though I've always had a positive perspective on things or I've tried to find the good. I don't want to wallow in the negative. But when he gave us that question, what does this make possible when he was on the podcast Mm -hmm. last year? It's just such a great way to shift the mindset, but also recognize that something's really crappy. Like Mm -hmm. we're not ignoring this, but what does this now make possible? And so I did a whole post of all the things that were made possible on my family vacation gone wrong. And there were so many cool things Mm -hmm. that were possible. And I got to tell Don about it next to the avocados at Publix. (laughs) (laughs) What did Don say? He was like, that is so cool. Thank you for sharing that. And then our mutual friend, Allie Fallon, I talked to her later and I said, Don probably thinks I'm a psychotic 
fan person because I was like, oh my gosh. I just did a post about you. Yes. (laughs) And Allie said, no, it's always good for people that are putting work out into the world to be reminded that something they said or wrote impacted Mm -hmm. someone. And then that made me feel less crazy person in the produce section. But it was really cool. Yeah. And you, if you want to see all the things, Radio Amy is my handle. And you can see the things that were made possible from horrible travel. And, you know, even when I was at the Denver airport on my way to Colorado, I don't know. I, I do I, want, I, you, I want to hear about. Well, I thought on the way that Colorado was going to be the worst part. Because yeah. I was like, this is, I've never experienced anything like this. Flights getting canceled, waiting at airports forever. My luggage being lost for eight to 10 hours. And then no connecting flights. So then a family member had to drive five hours one way and five hours back. So 10 hours round trip to get me, which shout out to my sister's husband and my brother-in-law, Ben Dozier, whoop, whoop. But what's crazy too is my brother-in-law's dad was very close to my mom, him and his wife. So I won't get in too much of the weeds, but his dad was willing to come get me. I kind of got word. I got a text from someone else like, hey, Dirk's going to come get you. And the minute I read that, I just started bawling, crying. And I think it's because I just felt my mom because those are my mm. mom's people, even though- Because it, it, mm-hmm. it's not your brother-in-law's dad. It's your mom's friends reaching out to help you. Yes, like saying, hey, yeah. we got you. And they were friends with my dad yeah. too, but it was more so my mom's people and not having, you know, sometimes you just want to call your mom and your dad. Yes. <laughs> that was a moment where I wanted to- even though it was just travel, but it was so stressful and I didn't know what to do. I was like, should I rent a car? Should I try to drive? And then I'm not good at driving through mountain passes. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't need to be doing that in weird weather. Anyway, thankfully I got a ride. But when I got went to the counter, I waited in this line for almost two hours to get to a counter to see where my luggage was. And she said, oh yeah, we've located it, but it's going to take about eight to 10 hours to get it down here to carousel 16. What? And it was so- in the airport? Yeah, they had it there because it didn't make the connector. And that's why I was stuck. I was supposed to connect to somewhere else that's closer to my sister's, not five hours. But then everything was just shutting down. But also what that made possible was me to go to the airport bar (laughs) (laughs) by myself. And I read my book and I had a little cocktail. And then eventually... I got my luggage and then I got a hotel room. I wasn't planning on spending the night in Denver. I did. My sister's husband, I got him a hotel room. We both, once he got in at like midnight, we woke up the next morning and drove to Picosa. But any hoozy, I met people when I was waiting in line. There was luggage and people everywhere. It was mayhem. Were people being extra rude or was there extra kindness? Okay. There was kind people and there's very rude people. And I got to say that the rude ones were quite entertaining. Okay. (laughs) I don't, I didn't like it. I hated that some of the staff members, like one staff member told this one lady, you have no idea. We are so understaffed. We had so many people call in sick. Look at all this, look around. We are doing the best that we can. And I felt so bad. But then also traveler wise, you know, on that end, I was feeling frustrated about my luggage and my misconnection and my you know, sitting there for eight hours being like, okay, is that my bag? Mm -hmm. But there was people there that I met that had been there for two days (gasps) and they were going to miss Christmas because Denver was not their final destination. Nowhere near Denver was their final destination. That was the day that Southwest started canceling thousands of flights. And so there was people there that were like, I don't know, I guess I'm just going to turn around and go home once I can get a flight because I have to go back to work. And now I have no idea where my luggage is. And this one woman, she was complaining because 
I don't know, her plane had landed an hour ago and she couldn't find her luggage. And this other lady goes, excuse me, I've been here since last night waiting for my luggage. So basically, shut up. Sit down. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) sit down. So that's just, that was just on my way there. Then on my way home, everything was going wrong. I cried almost every day, but that was okay. So many cool things were made possible. And I'm so glad that we had that outlook. So I put up that post at Radio Amy so y'all can see it. But it's a great question to ask yourself because it's the beginning of the year. And guess what? A lot of stuff is going to go wrong this year. Sorry, hate to break it to you. I don't know that I've ever, has anybody ever had a year where just everything's amazing? Mm -hmm. So don't forget that question. Keep it in your back pocket. Did you have to use it this Christmas break? (laughs) Okay, I was going to say when you asked me that, I love that question and I feel like I have been using it a lot this year, but in the last couple of weeks, I've struggled to be able to access it, even though I know it's in my brain, for example. And I texted you this, this morning. It was this morning. I texted you this morning. I wish I could channel your attitude right now because sometimes when you're in the thick of it, it is so hard to actually ask that question and actually sit there and really think about what's going on because if I, I don't know how I would have handled what you went through but this morning well by the way I don't want people to think that's all I went through the oh know, there's more Denver yeah, yeah. airport there's so many other things yeah. but like we don't we don't have all day so I'm just clarifying because it feels sort of trivial when that I'm, doesn't feel trivial to me mm, I don't know I saw people they were missing I got to have Christmas day with my family well but you didn't know what was you had no idea for that period of time and yeah. even before you left you almost didn't leave Nashville yeah, because it was negative one degrees and snowing, and it never does that here. Yeah, that's why I was delayed at the I Nashville kept being airport. like, oh, to, Pat, to Patrick, I kept being like, Amy finally took off on her flight. Like, I, I think I said that like four times, and I was like, wait, no, she didn't. She's still here. Because we sat on the Nashville tarmac. <laughs> I've never sat on a plane that long. It was hours. And I thought, why did they even board us? I think they thought we were going to be able to take off. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be one of those flights where people start freaking out or they have to deliver us food or we can't use the bathroom. What did you do just sitting there for? You know, I read my book and I sat there, I texted, okay, stuff like that. Keep going. Well, okay. Bagel, bagel, bagel. Okay, so, well, okay, so this morning I cried over a sesame bagel and I texted Amy, it was after I was crying and I said, I wish I could channel your attitude because I knew it wasn't that big of a deal. It wasn't your situation. Like I cried over bagel. You, I'm assuming that you cried at some point in the airport. Oh, at the Denver airport? I yeah. got three times. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but this morning I woke up and I wanted to do something nice for my boyfriend because he always does really nice things. If I ask him to go somewhere, he'll do it. Like he's just very kind. So I said to myself, I said, Patrick, I'm going to go get you breakfast today. I'm not going to order breakfast. I'm not going to make you breakfast. I'm going to go um, get you breakfast. We, we call him Big P. Oh, Big P. Here. Sorry. Sorry. I can't believe I used his real name. So to Big <laughs> P, I said, I'm going to get you breakfast. What do you want? I knew he was going to want a bagel. So I researched new bagel places because I was tired of going to the place that he likes. So I find this new place. I drive there and it's closed. Not a big deal, but kind of frustrating because it's kind of, to me, far. It's 15 whole minutes away from my house. And so I said, okay, it's closed. I'm just going to go to the bagel place that he likes. And I get there. And as soon as I walk in, 20 people walk in behind me. So at first I was like, oh, good. This is like a sign from God that I got here at the right time. No, everything went to you know what. So 
I order my bagel. She says, what did you order again? After, literally after I just ordered it. So I repeat it to her. Really simple. Sesame bagel butter. Can you remember why I said Sesame bagel butter. Okay. <laughs> Crazy. Okay. okay. So anyway, I get it. And meanwhile, the girl that ordered before me comes back in immediately after she gets her bagel. She comes in and she said, hey, I ordered a bagel with bacon on it. You just gave me a bagel with avocado on it. Can I get the bacon on my bagel? After her repeating that story about three times until they understood what she was saying, they took her bagel and then they gave her back a bag about 10 minutes later. And she said, there's no bagel in this bag. And they said, what are you talking about? She's like, I, I need, there's no bagel in the bag that you just gave me. There's nothing in here. She's like, you just wanted bacon. She said, I wanted bacon on my bagel, but you took my bagel. And so now I just have bacon. <laughs> and so I should have taken note of that. So I get myself, I go, I text Big P and I say, this is the most inefficient place I've ever been in my life. But it's fine because I got breakfast. I'm excited to give it to you. We get to my house. He's opening up. He's so excited. Oh, this is my favorite bagel. Thank you so much for doing this. And then I'm like, oh, you're welcome. And I open my bagel. Do you remember what I ordered? Sesame with butter. Yeah. Okay. I got a sesame bagel. And at first I was like, oh, this is so much butter. It was chunky. I don't know what kind of cream cheese it was, but it was cream cheese with some kind of colorful chunks in it. And if you know me, you know that cheeses can really gross me out, including cream cheese. So I couldn't eat it. And I just slammed it together. And I said, well, I can't eat this. My eyes started watering. And Patrick looked at me. He said, do you want me to go get you a bagel? And I said, absolutely not. That would defeat the purpose of me going and doing something nice for you because then you would be doing something nice for me. And so this is pouring So then for the next hour, I pouted and texted my friends. I was wondering if I was blaming the, the bagel place or Patrick, but it was a very upsetting day. I then am walking into the grocery store later and I texted you, I wish I could channel your energy because I'm so upset about this bagel and I didn't even really want it. Okay. Now you're the therapist here, not me. So, you know, you break down to me. It's not really about the bagel. Is it? I, no, but I don't know. Like, I haven't figured it out yet because I was, you mm. know, when you get upset and it's in my head, I knew this is really silly. Like I kind of wanted to laugh at myself. of like, Catherine, you're being dumb. But I could not move past it in that moment. I think everybody can relate to that in some way, yeah. shape or form. Because like I've done that over eggs and egg whites oh, before. Yeah. Like I wanted egg whites and then there was yolk in there. But I don't know if it counts because that was an eating disorder thing and I'm, I wouldn't react that way yeah. now. I think that that was my, but that was the real problem. That but was you the knew. root of the problem. No, I didn't know at okay. the time. I actually was crazy town. Okay. I, I didn't okay. know. Then that's, yeah, okay. But now looking back, I'm like, oh, yeah. the root of it was meat control and my eating disorder. But I couldn't see it at the time. That too, that was a boyfriend yeah. for me. And I know you and Big P y'all are dating and th that guy broke up with me. But, you know, rightfully so. <laughs> so are you saying he's going to break up with me? No, I'm glad you're able to be yourself. <laughs> but I think we need to get to the root of yeah. why we're crying over a bagel. Yeah. I love cream cheese, so that wouldn't really do it to me. But I'm trying to think of what would happen with that now. I mean, it might be that laundry was done the wrong way or something. Or for someone else, it might be that the dishwasher was loaded incorrectly. incorrectly or you bought the wrong kind of milk. You know those yes. little things yeah, yeah, that yeah. just set you off and make you... And you're like, this isn't a big deal, but it feels like a big deal. Right. It, that's how it was. So I'll work on it and maybe I can report back. Right now, it's unclear so why I was we, crying over the bagel. We don't know what it but is. But I'm fine now. I just, I do want you to know that we're okay. 
And never forget, Kat's order is a sesame bagel with butter. Which, shout out, my friend Kellen did go get me one. That's so nice. (laughs) All right, I want to tell you about something really awesome that Macy's is doing. It is currently Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, online and in-store. For the entire month of May, you can join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or simply round up in-store to APIA scholars. Now, APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. And Macy's has made it super easy. You can just round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars, which is an educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Again, that's Macy's.com. You're going to be doing some shopping anyway. Why not round up and give back? That's Macy's.com or in-store. All right, so I've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when I've sold some clothes that I no longer wear. And what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when I'm adding clothes back into my closet. I want to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have, especially for summer right now, like European linen dresses and blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 14-karat gold jewelry, so much more. And if you're like me, you're like, hmm, This just seems too good to be true. Well, what Quince does is they partner directly with top factories and they cut out the cost of the middleman and they pass the savings on to us. So we are getting things for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. For example, I'm literally looking on their website right now at this open knit cover up maxi dress that'll be great for the summer, 100% organic cotton. And it's $49.90. It could retail for $148. So that's 66% savings. And with warm weather here, you need to check out Quince. All you got to do is go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's com slash Amy. You're going to get free shipping. Again, 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash Amy. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food. Everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Okay, I have the quote. We haven't even gotten the quote yet. Um, It's from Gabby Bernstein, and since it's the start of the year, it's really simple. I claim my desires. I hold great visions. I am ready to receive. Boom, boom, boom. And 
Kat's over today with our other friend Kat, Therapy Cat and Cryo Cat, and we're doing vision boards with my daughter Stashira too. And I feel as though that's a perfect thing. And you don't have to do it. That you could do it next week, or really, this kind of stuff can be done at any point in time. But I claim my desires. I hold great visions. I am ready to receive. And so, when we put together our vision board, I feel like that's what I'm going to be. This is going to be my mantra during that, and trying to envision things for myself that maybe younger me. And by younger, I mean even the me, 2022 me, <laughs> wouldn't have been able to imagine for myself because I want to hold great visions. Yeah. Yeah. I want to leave space for that. Did you watch the Harry and Meghan thing? No. Okay, I know I, you don't like yeah. them. But <laughs> I don't really know how I felt about it. I didn't watch it fully. I was multitasking and I didn't finish it. I think maybe I watched the first episode and maybe some of the second but at some point in there, Megan said she was going to go travel. It was before she met Harry. And she said that her friend told her, hey, whatever you do, leave room for magic this summer. And so, you know, she did that. And Wait, is that's when she met Harry? When she traveled to Europe, yeah. So I thought that that was also a good thing to take into the new year. Leave room for magic. That actually even fits into everything that we've just said, too, is like you get stuck on something going one way and then things take you awry, but you don't know if that stuff that's taking you awry might lead you to something that's even better. That whole, like, what does this make possible? You, but you've said that before too about in a different way. Yeah. About, mm -hmm, yeah, you're right. It. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I, I think I missed the magic today. But that's the, what your post is saying, uh, your Instagram post, where like there was all that magic in there. Yeah, you are where you're supposed to be, the yeah. course that you're on, the things that are happening or leading you to where you're, where you're supposed, supposed to, to go. Be. Yeah. Unless you want to wallow in other things and then you get stuck. And 100%. that's when you, and I've been stuck before for sure. And you just are on this little hamster wheel and you feel like you're going round and round and it's like, ugh. And this is the first beginning of a year in a couple of years where I felt like I have space for more. Last January 1st, first of the year and then the one before that, I was stuck and I feel as though I had goals and things I wanted to work through, but it was so much work. I felt like I was climbing out and now I feel like I'm about to reach the top of the hole and I can, again, I can believe that, yes, I I can hold great visions. Do you have any specific- And I'm ready to receive. Do you have any specific things you want to receive? Yes, there's different career goals. So yeah. I want more connection and more work, but it's more than that. Connection, human. Human, Connect like family, friends, my kids. I want connection that, but also connections through work that lead to more work and not me working more. And I'm not scared to work more, but it's not about like the hours or grinding or anything like that. It's just more work in that I may have different opportunities. Maybe my work expands. Fans. My opportunities grow. I am stretched. I learn more. I am working towards more. And some of that work may not even work out, yeah. but it's still more work that's going to lead to something, to something else. Because I'm also, I also know some of the things that I'm interested in might come with rejection, but that's okay because yeah. it'll serve a purpose. Is there anything you want to leave in 2022? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anything you want to share? Do you have 30 minutes? One I can share. There's stuff I, I'm not going to share, but which leads me to an email that I got and my Instagram post that I put up the other day, which we were talking about. But 
What I will say that I'm really behind is some of my procrastination tendencies. I am already ahead for the year almost by a month. Not necessarily you and I sitting here now, but other things that I have, I am... I worked really hard at the mid-December to try to look at January, February, and some of my responsibilities, I just started like knocking it out and let's do this, to do this, plan this, da-da-da. So I'm not going to always be a month ahead by any means, but I am just a natural procrastinator. So that is something I think I'm finally leaving behind. Like I am motivated, it might be because of medication, but I'm motivated (laughs) to do certain things and stay ahead. Okay. Boom. What I like about that. You? Well, I asked because I asked on Instagram to, for people things that they wanted to leave behind. And the what came up over and over, there are two things. They are said in different ways, but it was comparing myself to other people and making decisions based on comparing myself to other people and then people pleasing. That over and over and over came up. And so I think that's something that's good for a lot of us to leave yeah. Behind. Leave behind. But I will say if I could choose one thing that I would like to leave behind, it's uh, it's letting my house get really dirty. Oh. I I clean it really well and then I don't know what happens. And I want to stop doing that. It must be big P's fault. 100%. Blame it on him. <laughs> okay, so the email that I got was from Mandy and she said, Dear Amy, why am I so mad at all the people in your business? I need to calm down. Your husband has never been one who wanted to be public. You never even said his name for the longest time. It was always my husband, et cetera, et cetera. You've been open saying that you've gone through a lot recently, but that doesn't invite people to speculate openly and be rude. Just so you know, you have listeners who respect your privacy and enjoy what and when you choose to share things. We are the silent majority. The rude, loud ones are the ones we need to shut down. Ha. Love and prayers and happy new year. Here's to 2023 being a better year for all of us. Mandy Fuller. So Mandy's referring to the what does this make possible posts that I put up. And while I have certain personal things that, yeah, are going to, we'll talk about this year. But if it's not somebody's time to talk about something, then it's not somebody's time. And, And some of the comments were saying, you claim to be so vulnerable. And on the Bobby Bone Show, y'all are authentic and share everything. And I couldn't handle it. So I, I don't ever really let that stuff get to me or respond, but I see it happen to other people too that are on a show or on social media or whatever their public platform is that people feel entitled to certain information or that suddenly I'm picking and choosing what I share. And so I decided to share, spoiler alert, everybody is picking and choosing what they share. There's no point over my almost 17 career on the Bobby Bone Show that I haven't picked and choose what I share. You've, if you think you've gotten every aspect of someone's life, again, on any show that you watch or anybody that you follow, there, it's, it's impossible. Nobody is sharing every single detail of their life. They are not. And you might think you're getting it all because, yes, I shared my adoption with my kids. I shared my mom's cancer journey, my dad's, the, the loss of my but parents. But you didn't share every detail of all that no, stuff? No, no, That's That's what's crazy. They yeah. think I did. And yes, they got a lot of information, but no, there are so many intimate private moments in those times with like that are precious, that are tragic, <laughs> that are traumatic, that are, you know, miracles. There's so many things that went down in any given situation that I've shared that has never been talked about or never posted about. So anyway, that's my spiel on that. 
Also, I would just like to say that vulnerability isn't just giving information to people. That's not vulnerability at all. So if somebody's saying, oh, you say you're so vulnerable, but you won't tell us every detail of your life. Well, that's not, that's oversharing. And I think honestly, if something that I want to see this year is some of us actually taking parts of our lives back instead of putting them all out there for everybody. Because it's okay to have things that are precious. And what is it that you've said? There's a difference between privacy and secrecy. Yeah. I like that. It's 100% true. Jen Hatmaker told me that. Mm -hmm. And she's someone that went through something very publicly or multiple things over the years. She's gone through multiple things publicly where people have shamed her and done all kinds of things just because she's been a public speaker and is very public on Instagram. And it's like, okay, no, there is definitely a difference between privacy and secrecy. And I explained this at the live. Mm -hmm. Like there's people in my life that I'm very close to that know every detail of everything. That doesn't mean Joe on Instagram or whatever his name is <laughs> gets to know, you know? Yeah. That's so, so bizarre. Mm-hmm. Well, I had other emails, but we'll just wrap with that. Hopefully you can relate to crying over bagels and lost luggage <laughs> because <laughs> it's probably deeper than that. If you can, and be open mm-hmm. to whatever that is this year and be open to the magic and claim your desires and hold great visions and be ready to receive. And a vision board too, even if you want to come up with that, like we're doing it with magazines and cutouts and glue sticks and all the things, but you can, that could just be a journal thing. On one of my flights mm-hmm. home, I busted out my journal and I just started writing out 2023 goals And I started listing things. And then under each thing, I was adding little bullet points. And I don't know, it was exciting. I have no idea if some of it's going to come true. There's one thing for sure that I'll say one day that I want to maybe make happen, especially after hanging out with my sister over Christmas break. And I'm like, oh, that would be so cool. So who knows? I'm going to put it out there Mm -hmm. for myself. And I'm going to, it's okay. I, I would be like, this is so ridiculous. Why would I even write it down? But that's not my thinking. I'm leaving room for magic and it's not ridiculous and I'm writing it down. Well, and I think all of this, because I used to think vision boards were silly too and all of that stuff. But for me, even though I know going back to control, I know I don't have control over most things in life and I don't, I'm not going to have control over some of the things that I do put on my vision board. But what it feels like to me is when I actually write down things I want or actually talk about them or I make goals or I do any of that it's allowing me to be like an active participant in my life versus saying, I can't control anything. So I'm just going to let life happen to me, Mm, you know? Oh, and you know how uh, you posted something over break that I wanted to talk about because it's related to this and sort of having hope and joy Mm -hmm. and being positive, positive thinking. Mm -hmm. You want to normalize that again Mm -hmm. because you could do it then it was toxic. And then now it's like, so where are we with that? Where are we with toxic positivity? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's one of those things where the pendulum swings and we had to go so far one way because people were just ignoring stuff that happens in life. Now we have these two opposite, like you have to be positive about everything or you can't ever be positive. And you have to focus on the bad and you have to acknowledge all your feelings for your whole entire life. And that's not how life works. So what I think that post was referring to is us moving back into the center where there are really hard things about our lives all the time. That's always going to be true. That hard stuff is going on in the world. And we're still allowed to have hope that life can get better and things that we do want in life can happen. Amen. Yes. I saw you post that and I was like, yeah. I love that person. Adam JK, at Adam JK. He has a lot of really good stuff. Oh, you've talked about him before. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, Kat, where can people find you? On Instagram at at cat.defada and at you need therapy podcast. Hmm. Oh, and you need therapy podcast. New episodes come out on Mondays and Wednesdays. Good job. Mm-hmm. And you like your bagel, sesame seed with butter. <laughs> Next time I'm going to come to your house for my bagel. <laughs> oh, you know what? I like a sesame bagel in case anybody cares. <laughs> I'm so sorry I didn't ask you. Strawberry cream cheese. I from, can't. From Einstein Bagel in Austin, which I think Einstein is, is it here too? Oh, our, well, our other friend Kat is in the room. We have a studio audience. <laughs> Hey, So I don't know where Einstein originated, but that's where I first used to get it was in Austin and it was warm and so good. I would have eaten the head. Where is that bagel? Did you bring it over? I'll go there. Oh no. I actually put, I wanted to throw it away, but Patrick said, the bagel didn't do anything to you. I'll eat it later. And I said, it deserves to be in the trash. He ate it. Okay. (laughs) Okay, good. But also we need to figure this out because I'm concerned that Patrick, Big P is going to break up with you. I'm just kidding. Y'all are going to get married. Oh, next week you need to tell the story because you've been in a relationship for almost a year now. So it's been a while since you dated. Before Christmas break, I went to happy hour with Big P and Kat and you told me the craziest story (laughs) about this guy that you went on a date with. My hands down, like worst date of your life. Top three. Is that the worst one? Top three. But (laughs) next week you have to tell the story of the guy. Good Um, one. Yeah. Okay. Have the day that you need to have. And thank you for listening. How do we end this? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you. Bye. Bye. (laughs) All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.